Slap Pocket Podcast, where uh, we talk shit. Nah, I'm going to do that again. I got to do that again. You'll run that shit back. Welcome to the Black Pocket Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Morris, and I'm sitting here with the man, the myth, the legend, the mother, the motherfucker, the motherfucker that we do not deserve, Don Shay, that Don Shay did it. What's going on out here, man? Man, nothing much, man. Glad to be here. Another Friday chilling, you know what I mean? Off work, hitting in the cup. You know what it is? It's good to be here, man. Hey, what's going on with uh, the music, man? You, you know anything that's popping? Man, uh, actually, yes. So, ClearCast Sundays are going great right now. Um, every Sunday, uh, unless I can't make it up there or unless Venom don't want me up in there, I'm going to be, <laughs> I'll be you know, cooking up, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm hoping to make two tracks and just take them straight through. That's really the idea. Idea is really, I procrastinate sometimes. And sometimes if I don't take an idea all the way through, like it gets lost. So instead of just kicking the can down the road, I just go in, have the samples, knock it out, mix it up, throw it on SoundCloud. That's what it is. So uh, catch me on SoundCloud. It's going to continue for until I get tired. So I'll let y'all know. Hey, that's what's up. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, DJ Manny, uh, <laughs> um, Dog is uh, bringing you a very special guest today. This is a really good friend of ours, uh, Don Shea and myself. Oh, by the way, Justin is off doing some uh, um, artistic work, so he won't be here, but uh, follow him at uh, Ransburg Art. Uh, yeah. We You will be uh, missing this episode. But we are, we are here with the man himself, the, the, the brother that is from New York, the man that I've never heard say dead ass yet in a sentence, and I'm kind of <laughs> sad about that. Damn but he man. is so New York, and it's ridiculous, but he's moving away from us, but he's still our homeboy. Ladies and gentlemen, Dante Tober. What it is, man? Tell him what time it is. Like 8, 12, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> How is everybody out there doing? Glad you're tuning in. This is a great podcast, great crew, and sadly, Ransburg is out on an all-night mission, which is good. <laughs> you will be sorely missed. <laughs> He is out on the cold. Hey, it got it got real cold in here, man. It got real oh, cold in here. <laughs> hey, yeah, we uh had a uh, mix up, man. Still had the freaking thing on the the fan up top in the steel field, and we we all got into a panic because that's like <laughs> the mascot of the of the little side studio I got here in in, in my crib, man. It's like, whoa, what's going on? But let's get back Tell to the topic. Uh, Dante, man, tell them everybody what you do out here in these mean streets. What I do in these mean streets is when it gets a little too hot for the pepper and you come to UMC, I assist the doctors in bullet diagnosis, knife stab diagnosis, and just recently, a lot of dog bites. Wow. Why a lot of dog bites? It's well, cold outside. Yeah. One guy tried to run from the cops in Madison and got bit by a mastiff and almost had his thigh ripped off. Oh, another guy seemed like a good guy. He uh, apparently he stays in his brother's shed, so that's cool. Okay, and you might be wondering where's the dog coming to play. His roommate is his brother's pit bull. He said he slept with it last night. Dog was fine, sweet. He came back with a hamburger, and the dog wanted to get in his ass. Oh man! And did almost break his arms. Yeah, arms. Both arms. Like, both? Yeah. Very deep cuts. You know, TN got four, so sometimes you got I mean, <laughs> he had zero understanding with his roommate. Like, I think the dog was just trying to jack off, and he puts him um, in the shed, oh. and the dog was like, yo, it's my spot, B. Like, what are you doing? Um, like, break yourself. Yeah, oh, went full DMX on him. Like, oh, man. Oh, Note to self, man. Don't bring no burgers around. No pit bulls. Note to self also. A little asterisk on that. Uh, you're making bad life decisions if you're living in your brother's shed. Hey, your word. roommate is a pit bull. Hey, facts, man. Like you are doing bad if you're living in your brother's shed and your roommate is a pit bull. And proudly living in the shed, he's like, I've got instant access to the washing machine. Uh, I can just go in and out the house at will. I'm like, that's reverse slavery, but okay, cool. I don't get. Oh, anyway, that's that's beyond my thinking. I guess. Uh, what's what's the most disgusting thing you've seen working now? 
Let's get it. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. Like last night, somebody fell into a container, and it was full of uh, pesticides, insecticides, and fertilizer. Oh, at the same time? Yeah. Oh, oh the, is he a mutant? I bet he, I know he, he stank, but I know, like, no, it smell horrendous. Oh, God. It wasn't the worst smell I've ever smelled. Though. But it was bad. But it was bad. Oh. But I was saying, you know, people get things up their butt, and they claim they're <laughs> bored, and they don't know how it got there. I'm like, you lubed up, and you squatted over it. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Or you pushed it in. <laughs> About how many... About what what percentage of the patients you've seen has this occurred? If it's a percentage, it's a low percentage. Is I would say less than one percent. But okay. I've seen it six times, and that's Ugh. you know six times too many. Yes, yes, very much so. Six though. times? Yeah, none of none of them more women. Man, so people out there, I don't know why I believe it. Stop! Be, like boredom should never take you to that that place, man. It should never take you to that place. Like, I've been bored before in my life, but I never went, hmm, this G.I. Joe figure, wonder how that would feel. These are facts. Now, to be fair, if you're that bored, there's this place down on 55 called the Adult Moonlight Store. On oh, 55? Yeah, yeah, yeah that down well, by Going there. towards Byron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah up top. There, like... I think it's yeah, over. Yeah, it's open 24 hours yeah, a day. You got no excuse. I don't know what it is. And then I you can go to Walgreens and get the, the the booty lube. Yeah. Good. I was way too happy acknowledging the fact I knew where that was at. <laughs> you, I mean, it's on the interstate and it's yeah. pretty visible. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, you pass it. It's, it's not like no. Plus, they have two billboards in the Bible Belt. Yeah. That's amazing. Danny's. Hey, shout out to Danny's. They still got their billboard out there. That's crazy. And you know. That or is it Black Diamonds or V Live now? Is it changed? Well, Danny has. Danny still has. Danny still has. Right. I yeah, think Danny still have. has. As a matter of fact, one. I remember. I saw it was in a blooper uh, for WLBT. I was looking at like a blooper video today, right? News or whatever. And uh, Joy Redman, shout out to her. She was trying to throw it to traffic, <laughs> and whoever was running the camera had it zoomed in on oh, that wow. billboard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's still out there, like wilding out. But yeah. Sorry, there's rednecks bad outside. Hey, nah, that's Mustang. Mustang Sally. The dude I was telling you about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I missed that story. Hey, okay, that so check be- it. I got a neighbor. No, I'm saying nah. Hen dog and my sister. <laughs> I got a neighbor that slams his door way too loud. Like, mm. like I hear it from all the way over here. He lives two houses down. And he always, like, drives off, drives off. Like, you know how you... Because you have that motor that makes that sound, mm-hmm. you always got to put your foot down to right. let people hear you. Yeah, he's one of them people. Maybe he's not getting enough church at home. Maybe not, man. I don't know. He looked like 8-Ball from back, like, early 2000s. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. you could pay for with, with the short With the short braids. Oh, man. I love 8-Ball, though, but them braids was tiny. I mean, but that was for the time. It's 2018. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we, can't, we can't be revisiting nah. 1990s. You say that, I'll... Break out the like straight up old school like all star jersey. No, no, that's ain't no wrong with it. Ain't no wrong with that's acceptable. We're talking about hair, like certain hairstyles. Yeah, like like we passed that. Like if you get braids, you better have the line up with the braids yeah. to make it. Because if you get in the old school, like we just oh, grabbing no the line. parting hair. Mm-hmm, no oh, line. Nah, we way past that, bro. Oh, the uh, the the jaw rule, the half and half. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what I be without you? Oh, oh man, man, yeah. Fozzy Bear was a good rapper. Oh, we can get to that. Shout out to Fozzy Bear, aka Ja Rule. Murder no, no, Inc. That's, Murder that's very Inc. much true. That's very much true. Like uh, Fifty was clowning him, but I mean, Ja was making good music, and arguably Fifty was doing about the same thing with his sing songing hooks and stuff. Uh-huh. So, so history repeats itself. So the Fifty and Ja was. Pretty much Drake and me. Mm. Wow. Gosh. I mean, Drake yeah, came but, faster but, and responded to the crowd, but Meek was arguably making the better comeback. Yeah, that's true. That's Although, true. it just, man, I'm I'm still mad at Meek for his response, like the beat he chose. Right. 
He chose uh, what was it, the Undertaker theme mm-hmm. that they sampled. Then he, he got just did not. For it. <laughs> then he got one. He got sued for, it, and two mm-hmm. didn't. He didn't come quite as hard as he should have, mm-hmm. knowing that he's a freestyle like a battle MC. Right. Like it's like Meek. I've seen you do, do worse just playing around. You know what I mean? And now you got like a challenge, mm-hmm. and you got somebody who, man, take it what you will. I know. We, you call Drake soft or whatever, but he's an opportunist. Mm-hmm. And he really brought in those memes. Like, he was killing dude. Yeah, he wide. was. He you know really I mean? was. Like, two people that got clowned was, like, Meek and then Nicki Minaj. Like, what Nicki Minaj did when she responded to, uh... Remy Ma. Remy Ma. Oh, like, my Shout God. out to Bronx, BX, out here. Hey. Like, you supposed to respond hard. Like, hey, when she, she did not... Up, she been dropped. Man. Hey. Yeah. Papu <laughs> took his hat off. <laughs> and you know, segue from that, I fear anybody going against Papu's more than anything else. Yeah. Pat, Pat really hadn't, has he had like a legit like rap, rap beef? Like where I he, I don't think so. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, and well, I, you'll know more than enough. No, it's just the East Coast, we're always known for, like, more of a battle rap scene. We're not the only ones to do it. It's just that's what we're known for. You know, the famous Jay-Z and uh, Busta Rhymes went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Did a battle rap. Of course, Busta went. Uh-huh. Then you get, like, people like, you get Cassidy. <laughs> you get Pat Poos. Yep. I mean, Jada, even though people feel like he's not really a battle rapper, he's not. His style lends itself to battle rap. I'm pretty sure Jada, he could hold up in a battle rap. Oh. Now, as far as Papoose having a serious beef, uh, not that I know of. Right. I'd be eager to see what he would do. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, people would try to hit him with, like, you know, known disses. Like, what we just clowned about him taking his hat off. Like, right, he doesn't do it. Like for good reason, but like I think Pat is super duper lyrical, and I think people don't mess with him for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be interesting to see. It might change only because you see the newer guys in the music don't really care too much about lyrics anymore. Mm-hmm. On a whole, not on an individual basis. Because I took a listen to that Black Panther album. I'm like, this is where it's at. I have not heard it yet. So what are you like? Is this the Kendrick drum? Yes. And, um, isn't there two of them? Yeah, I've only heard the Kendrick one now. I heard the Kendrick one was really good, and the other one was. Mm, eh. It's like I've heard the same. Um, Future, if you're listening, you're the only guy that when he sings, it sounds like you're singing in cursive. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. <laughs> man, so yeah. Future is on it. Like why? Young Metro trust him. Yeah, Young Metro trust the Well, I mean, here's my thing about Future. Future is oversaturating. Like, very much so oversaturating the market. <laughs> that could be. Sierra could got be. him in her clutches. That could be. But even then, it's like, bro, you should know some of these moves that you're doing. Like, slow down. Like, just mm-hmm. make better music. Same way that I have, I've only heard reviews, so I can't really talk about this out of my feelings, I've only heard certain songs, but Culture too, like, they talked about, Migos talked about the fact that they recorded most of those songs 45 minutes at a time, which is really quick. Mm-hmm. And I would just want them to take their time, focus in, and make an album. They don't have to throw out 24 tracks at us. Right. Especially after, you know, Culture was not very long ago. Like, yeah, it was last year, but you know what I'm saying? Like, slow down, take time with your craft. That's but, all I ask. Would that be them, or would that be on their record label actually <sighs> pushing them to, like, we know culture was a phenomenon very well talked about. We need you to repeat that. Well, I mean, it could it could be a little bit of both. But I think having the leverage of having the type of singles that they had, like, yo, we can slow down a bit. We can drop a single here, a single there, and kind of spread ourselves out a little bit and come and relax a little bit because we're already seen everywhere right now. Right. Like the way culture broke through was crazy. And um, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, think about Bruno Mars and how, and I know this is two different things. I'm talking right. about two different types of artists, actually. But still, the fact that he's been able to still do what he does off of that one album that he dropped nearly a year and a half ago now. Like, I mean, what, I think to, you know, once you're at the level of Bruno Mars where everyone knows you, you're hit mainstream. Mm-hmm. You've hit a bunch of people that aren't quite mainstream, but still very well respected. You can afford to take that time, but when you get to somebody like Quavo, take off and offset, you're young, like very young. Mm-hmm. You're getting access to a lot of cash, a lot of shows, a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. You feel like, all right, if I'm burning through whatever amount of money I'm burning through, yeah. I need to go ahead and follow it up and get that bag again. That's true. I ain't taking into effect the the hustle's mentality. But it's like like they're known, you know what I'm saying? Right. They've been known since dad was out. Yeah. Like 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 international like breakthrough. Like they've been known. They had have people at sporting events doing the dab. Right. Matter of fact, I don't ever want to see a white person doing the dab anymore. Like I want oh, it's that in Kansas right now. <laughs> it's retired. just like the Macarena <laughs> You know, that that was like, oh all right, that came and went. And then the rest of the country was like, yo, that's just super hot. Oh Let's do that. Even though we're in Wichita like, Falls, we're going to do this Macarena. <laughs> it's what those Latinas do. <laughs> like, shout out to all of my white friends, all of my friends of different ethnicities. But it's one thing about how people you know, do it in such a ironic way and look just terrible doing it. Like you're yeah. doing the whole doing it too much. Like the like that's too much, man. Just stop. It's like with the kids in the choir that that did whip, uh, watch me whip, watch me the whip oh, the nene. I mean, the, wasn't the whip and nene really a praise dance? If we're just being honest, <laughs> watch me whip, watch me nene. Yeah, I can see you slowing that down, putting it to like I don't Matthew uh, thirty five thirteen, and just being like it's praise dance. I'm not going to argue you, Dante, because... <laughs> I mean, you could Mary, literally the, make uh, a trap which, beat out of all the Bible. Which which Mary was that? You don't love God? Oh, not love God. Oh, man. You don't love God? What's wrong with that? 808 Mary. and some snares? I guarantee I could put YG on. <laughs> <laughs> How terrible. Speaking, speaking, of, of, speaking of this, though, speaking of rap and gospel, like, uh, again... I think I might have brought this up last time, but freaking Snoop Dogg is doing a gospel album. And at this point, I say, why not? You are 24 albums deep. Yep. And it doesn't sound bad. That's the thing. And he has Rance Allen, you know, the dude that does uh do all the craziness. And they performed on stage together. This is wild open. This is wild open. Shout out to Uncle Snoop. Shout Shout out to Uncle Snoop, Snoop, man. Snoop Dogg, I say Snoop Dogg and E-40. Or two people. If I was a hip hop artist, I would try to emulate my career off theirs. Yeah, because they they can longevity and they can cross over well. Like right. everybody knows Snoop Dogg. You, can, I was in overseas and they knew who Snoop Dogg was. How many knew who E Forty was? And that's not, no not, shade on E40. not 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 more. Um, if I was if I was in the West Coast, then yeah, I would try to emulate off E Forty because E Forty. People he's still known towards that way, right? You know, but his impact is like his is across is the real. board. Like yeah, every region stole and go from him. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even Snoop really with the Izzle. It started with E Four. Yeah, right? it really started and with E Four. Yeah, trickled on to everybody. So E Four has this uh, this interesting lane. You know what I'm saying? He's to his own lane, and it works. And he can come back kind of at will. Right. Depending on how he chooses. Remember, he fell off and he came back with the Super Duty Hypey movement. Yep. And they even brought Keith Snake to like national attention for like eight months. Mm-hmm. And E40 didn't have. Look, E40 dropped that uh that choice to the song. Oh, He's still high. eating okay. off of that. He Bro. eating off commercial money off. That was like that. a great hey, song. That was a great song. <laughs> I mean, I wonder. I wonder what because you know uh, I saw an interview mm-hmm. with him and he was like. I write on the floor. Like, he gets on the floor, he writes. And I'm like, and you know, how, you know, and he's high, he used to do it. I think it was, uh, 
the Drink Champs, mm. Nori's podcast. And I think he said when he was uh, when he was writing lyrics, he he'd sit sit on the floor. So I'm like, but when Choices came out, I was like, man, wait, it's such a simple simple subject, but right. it's still it's it's still dope. Would yep. you do this? Nope. Would you do this? Yup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, how drunk and how were you? <laughs> you might not <laughs> remember that. Some of the great songs do just they're kind of simple. Yeah, usually like back to that stuff. Very good. High, low, low, high, low, low cadence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's simple. It mm-hmm. works, but people can fuck out that shit. Yeah. Like, it's like Big Frida, Big Frida, Big Frida's joints. Yeah. Like, it's simple, mm-hmm. but the beat and the way they, they mix it is yeah. it's, it's fucking amazing. And then and then you, you talk about the voices. The voices are important. They're recognizable. And they use their voices in a way that kind of makes anything work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially E-40. Like, E-40 could rap a song about, you know, about making salad, making fruit salad. Right. And right. it would probably be jamming, because if you hear his voice, ew, ew, <laughs> throwing his salad. <laughs> yeah, tossing the salad. Ew. I'm tossing the salad. Ew. Cutting yeah. up tomatoes. Ew. You know what I'm saying? As long as you like, put that ew in there, I will <laughs> listen to it. I will download it. I might be wrong. I know if... Venom listens to this. I don't know what Venom actually does in his free time besides Overwatch. He'd probably be like, no, you're wrong because, but <laughs> I want to say E40 was really one of the first mainstream, I say mainstream, just on national radio play that was really using that lips to his advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really can't think of nobody. Me growing up, I can't think of nobody who did ad lips. And I just say, you know, other than E40, I just say Phillips, you know, being a DJ for however long he's been doing it since like, he's at 18. Yeah, and he's I, I can agree just with over that. thirty. I can agree. I'm with sure, that. he's been like it's been if technically this kind of ad lib and that kind of ad lib, but as far as rapping, I want to say it was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like too short had it, but it wasn't so much ad lib as far as a different like more mm-hmm. set of words thrown in. Too short is the greatest example of staying in his lane. He stays in his lane. He's not a great rapper, no, but great storyteller. Great storyteller and. He's just, he's just, you know, he's never tried to veer too far off of his, like, his thing is, you know, had the ladies, pimpology, that's kind of what you're going to get with me. Too Short and Pimp C never did a song together, and that's still a tragedy. <laughs> that's true. Because they're mm-hmm. literally the same person, just in two different regions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like Pimp C way more. You that, will, but. That's just me, though. Even me and Venom said the same concept. That Dante just said. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that. Not a great rapper. I'm not disagreeing with that. Damn good story, though. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Because people are still using top notch as the most not the lesson. And then energy. That's true. Again, I really want to press this thing on on energy. Like, if you bring a certain energy to a track, people will feel that and they will gravitate to that. Mm -hmm. Talking about Pimp C, his energy was always felt in anything that he was a part of. Partially because, you know, he... He did produce some of the stuff that, or a good number of the stuff that him and you and Bun B did with right. UGK. Right. But just when they say something, you feel it, and they they bring it, bring you into what they're saying for real. Yeah. And then there's certain artists you can kind of feel that, yo, I'm just here to make a check. Like I got a decent voice, but I don't, you know, you know, I'm just, you know. I'm in here 15 minutes banging it out. Hey, yeah, you see, see, I did that song in 15 minutes. Like, I don't feel you though. Like what you're saying. And sometimes I listen to the radio, and uh, this is he, this is not even getting into this the is speculation on my part. I think he's talking about French Montana. Who? Who's that? Uh, someone that's just there to make a chat. Mm, mm. Pull up on me. I'll be in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up. <laughs> the funny thing about that is I like French. I think French should just be a hook writer. There's certain people that are killers when it comes to create crafting hooks. Right. And to a certain extent, he does that. He's on other people's songs. He'll do the hook. And I'm like, cool. Just don't rap a verse. Because yeah. I don't want to hear you rap a verse. Hey, you're not Nate, dog. Because it's like, no. what, are you, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, fam. Coming in on the street with my women, eh? Coming in in my cut, straight in it, eh? producing, 
but you were a great hook writer, like you just said. Yeah. And you wanted to segue into Kanye West level, maybe, mm-hmm. and that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. The energy you bring is all wrong. <laughs> you should come with the energy of Jay Electronica, except this man can't make an album. <laughs> all, all you need to do in that hype train, and y'all can disagree if I'm wrong. His hype train passed at least right at a one year and six months after Exhibit C. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. There's certain people where it's like we're tired. We don't we don't care like that. Like, yes, you make great songs, but it's like we don't have a full project still. And this has been at least since I know since my last year of college or around yeah. the end of my college career mm-hmm. when I first heard some of the first tracks and I was like, yo, who the heck is this? This guy is beasting. Like, how hard, like, maybe I'm asking the wrong questions, but dude, is it really that tough to just... Ask Scott Muscutty. He, I guess he's just in the position where he doesn't have to make music, so he doesn't. You know? Remember yeah, when he true. was dating dating the Rothschild uh, chick? Mm-hmm. I'm like, fam, we never gonna get an album now. <laughs> Thankfully, he broke up with him, but I'm like, still. Oh, I been, think he's probably still set. He's still set. And I, how is he set? Like, did he make all this money off? Like, how did he make the money? Know. What is I he mean, doing? I guess he just sleeps in a puppy's basement, just like <laughs> ghostwriting for other people. I don't know. He was I like mean, a nomad at one point in his life. And then, you know, he linked up with Erica Badu. Then it kind of turned into dangerous. Like, it's very dangerous. <laughs> Common sense, y'all. It's very dangerous. <laughs> but shout out to Common. Before, you know, shout out before we start roasting Common. Yeah, on the eyes, no, man. no shade to Common because I just watched the first four episodes of Shot. Mm-hmm. That is an amazing show. It yeah. might be the new wire. Yeah. And I've been trying to finish Hell on Wheels, which starred Anson Mount and Common. Mm-hmm. Common, I do like him, but it's like, once Testify came out, I was like, turn next season, Mike. <laughs> turn next season, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he was really, he was what really my wife loves, man. Erica Badu, man. Goodness gracious. See, Erica Badu is her own essence, man. Like, she's her own dimension. That's true, but that doesn't make it right. She, she's an anime character for real, bro. It's like, you date her, and your whole wardrobe, your whole outlook of life changes. Yeah. It's, like you, it's like you playing, like you date her, uh, and all of a sudden you're a Final Fantasy character. Yeah, it's like the exact opposite <laughs> effect of Amber Rose. Amber Rose took 21 and was like, I'm going to get you some pants to fit, nigga. And he was like, it's a bet. <laughs> Like, he's using full sentences now. Like yeah. His vocabulary has gotten up to four syllables. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, shout out to Amber what's that? What's that song he's on with Migos uh, on their new album, or latest album? Uh, he does the hook. And I was like, I understand every word you say. That's interesting. But what she still needs to do work is work on him on his live shows. Because goodness gracious. When he performed at that mm-hmm. halftime for, I guess it was the Hawks. Oh, my God. Just tell him to wear one of them earpieces. He rapped it so off track. It was terrible. Is that the one uh, the Run the Jewels do that too? I don't know, but look, every future rapper, when you go to rap at a sporting event, please request them or please let them outfit you with the earphone. Please don't mm-hmm. don't be like twenty one. It was bad. Like yeah, he talking in complete uh-huh. sentences, but he out there all off the track here. He he veered off somewhere. Uh-huh. On twenty right now. Hey, look at look at Rich Homie Quan. Look at when he fucked up. <laughs> yo, and man. he whew, he fucked up bad. Oh, I man. just forgot about that. Yep. I gotta I gotta remember. Look, Kim was too bad doing the elbow shit that she does. Oh no no, he he messed up way worse than twenty one. It took. I mean, he he messed up way worse than uh, Rich Homie. I rem- I actually remember what you're talking about now. But, but yeah, I mean, you said twenty one messed up way worse than twenty one. Uh, not even syncing with the beat. Oh man, <laughs> he doesn't even sync with his sentences. They took the W only because they're still alive, and I think the designer is now locked up in Africa somewhere. What? It wasn't he a wild thornberry? What? Oh, oh man, yeah. stop this! <laughs> no, I could have sworn he was Donnie. Like, someone told me he was Donnie. And I'm I thought like, it was oh, yeah, cool. I thought it was Timmy. You know what? Wishing for that burner. I'm glad you mentioned him because he's another one. He's dangerous as a hook person. Like mm-hmm. dope as a hook person. Or, and as an adult person. Mm-hmm. Please, I don't want to hear him rap never again in life. Because it's like, you can't be, if you can't be understood when you're chilling, 
and not drinking and not doing drugs, mm-hmm. I don't need to hear a whole song from you. I don't want to hear any of your written words. He's like, <laughs> I really thought it was like Swahili at first. Like, our artist to God, I was like, did they put a Swahili, you know, yeah. Like when Busta Rhymes did A-Rap Money, which was super <laughs> racist. <laughs> yes, it was. I really Thank thought it was you. a song like that. Thank you for pointing that out because I, I was know. like, am I am I supposed to like this song? <laughs> I did not like the song. I didn't like the, the hook. I didn't like his cadence. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was racist. Busta Rhymes, when he did, we're getting A-Rap okay, Money. money. Okay. That's what doomed Ron Browns. I don't ever want to hear production for Ron Browns. Mm-hmm. The guy that produced it that did the little... Yeah, well, super offensive. Yeah. Oh man, bro! Oh, like man. I do, I do not play that song, especially when I'm getting gas. Exactly. Like, that's just I'm not even being racist <laughs> on that part because they own the gas station. But it's but but the thing is the beat trash. A lot of stuff about that song, more so than it being just offensive, is mm-hmm. bad about that song. Like that. I think Don Shay wants him to pull up too. Yeah, man. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. Ron Brown's got enough money. He did good production at one point in his life, and then he made that track. Name one. I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't really pull it out the old, you know what I mean? <laughs> on, on, on demand, but I'm sure he did some. Same way, you know, I was judging um for a quick second. Um, Oh, gosh. Who did that production for Ludacris, the one that produced uh, Six Foot, Seven Foot for uh, Lil Wayne, as well as uh, the other joint that sounds just like that, that has that wa- a million. A million. A million? Uh, I don't know. Who produced that? It's on the tip of my tongue, but he used to do uh, joints for like Ludacris, and his joints on those albums were like dope. And then a million is like repeating a sample, right. slowed down, mm-hmm. with like simple Drunk like don't get me wrong, it's jamming, but he did like five, six straight hits like that. Like same type of cadence. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch. Young bananas, young bananas, yeah. young bananas. It really a was like a Jamaican folk song. And I'm like here, a million layers, young money. But if you yeah. want to do something simple and I can make it good, you could go back and listen to Polo the Don when Rich Boy was still there. Yes. yes. Oh you man. Look at, boy look at here. Man. Boy, look at him! Throw some D's and drop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. Well, if that if that's the case, what about Hurricane Chris? Man, shout out to Hurricane Chris. I just, I mean, because I mean, it's kind of similar. Not all the songs, but the. Do we have the hairstyle thing recorded on here? Because he's one of those that um. He had them young braids. Yeah, yeah. Young. his hairline started. Yeah, he had, had four head yeah. braids. Man. Yeah, yep. yeah look like a waterfall. Oh man, and he's he's gotten clowned a whole lot about what? being looking like who is he looking like? Like a look like rich boy with hair. Yeah, he does look like rich boy with hair. I think rich boy taller though. <laughs> that's why I thought they were the same person. I was like, this cat just shaved mm-hmm. off braids. Like, nah, that's Scott's mobile. Yeah. Alabama. Like, okay, cool. okay. So when it when it comes to like. Music and, and being relevant, especially today. Who are some artists that come to mind, y'all? I, I I can say this: if an artist goes to jail and comes, I don't understand artists that go to jail and actually did shit and like uh, guilty, mm-hmm. come out and people love them just as much. Yeah, it's as it's, he went to jail. It's like it's 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 we're in a weird time right now when it comes to popularity. Yeah, in in music. Like, at one point in time, and don't get me wrong, it's never been perfect. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm saying right. all this. I mean, no, it's I'm, I'm perfect, saying all this look back stuff, and I'm not trying to be, like, idealistic, yeah. and I'm not trying to be, uh, what's the other word? I'm not trying to be, you know, put down mm-hmm. today, but I am saying, you know, acknowledging the truth that, you know, yes, there were people that still rode tough with R. Kelly up until now. There were people right. that rode tough with Chris Brown up until now. But now, like, some of this stuff is, like, in your face, know what happened in people's, like, like, whatever. Like, but his music, though. <laughs> it's going to go back to the one thing that it always goes back to, and it's a cliche at this point, but it's different now. Yeah. It's going to be about the race. Mm-hmm. Because 
Kevin Gates kicking that woman in her chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If a white, any, a white person in general that had any bit of fame or celebrity or pull would have did that, their career would have been over. Mm-hmm. But because Kevin Gates is a hood rapper and his fans and stands will forever stand by him, mm-hmm. it's going to be looked over. Well, yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's actually what I was alluding said to. It on mm-hmm. um, the head, he did it, it is known he did it, but right. it's like, Come on, bro. Yeah, I mean, still if you right, listen cool. to what he says, I mean, why would that surprise you? Uh, and I thought the other person I was thinking about too, like Kodak Black. I'm like Kodak out bro. here, he's wilding on like every chance he get, he wilding. Mm-hmm. And I think he he's so at, Troy, but oh my gosh, let's not talk about yeah, Troy. Like for real, no, no, let's talk about Cretona Park. Mm-hmm. I'm from Kingsbridge. Like I don't know, niggas. I don't know where it's at, but I I don't want to go in either place. Hmm. We, uh, I feel like if I go there, they'd be like, your dead ass with run them shoes. No, not like that. Oh, okay. Not like that. Is it gentrified? No. I'm trying to make jokes. Bronx is definitely not gentrified. Like, there's parts of it that could be, but you go to Pratona Park, you go to Tremont, you go, like, up to Van Cortland Park, Mm -hmm. uh, anywhere on the Grand Concourse, like, that shit is not going to be gentrified. I feel like, I feel like I sound like, uh, uh. What's that DJ that was with, with Joe Budden? Oh, ac- uh, ac- <laughs> fucking academic. So academic. Shout out to Thomas in his mom's basement. So I'm about to, uh, I'm, about to I'm about to academic you real quick. I'm about to academic you real quick. So I heard, so I heard that you know that the Bronx is like you know like you get a whole bunch of white people there now you know trying to rap you know like Lil Dicky. I heard like Lil Dicky's really really that hot out there. Really Damn. good academic impression. Damn, you should not be doing podcasts. You should be doing voice. <laughs> that was that's a really crazy. good impression. I appreciate it because I try not to watch him. <laughs> hey, that's funny. He getting clowned from every side right now. I These Miros clowning him. Yeah, they Drake clowning him. Big Mensa. I don't. Big Mensa was about to. Was uh, about to punch nah, him. Drake just you know he was on his live stream and Drake was just like. Get off of get off my live stream, bro. I heard it. See, I heard about it, and they said he actually got off the live stream like a little bitch. But the thing with Deez and Mero, I'm not stands from for them because they're from New York or they're from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that when they explained the situation and they had receipts on it, that he was so pissed that they became New Yorkers of the Year. And I'm like, you gotta understand, they have congressmen. There's a Dominican congressman that shouted out Joel, mm-hmm. the kid Mero. Martinez mm-hmm. as being one of the pioneers for Dominican Americans in the Bronx and just America as a whole. I'm like, he is. Because yeah. other famous Dominicans, like, there's not too many and the ones that are famous that just never really claimed it. Whereas you get the Puerto Rican side, you always had your big punisher, Fat Joe. Yeah. You a lot of people like Ricky Lake. Mm-hmm. They will always say, I'm Puerto Rican American, but there's no one from the Dominican area. Had a right, to, I think he just blew both of our minds because I I did not know Ricky Lake was Ricky sweet. Lake was uh, Ricky Lake got Puerto Rican in her. Yeah, <laughs> I knew she was thick for a reason. <laughs> I had no clue, fam. Bro, I, saw him, I, saw I him never looking. knew that. <laughs> yeah, like I had to look at my candle, yo, fam. Hey, shout out to candles and hen dog. <laughs> yeah, like they they have that dynamic duo. I mean, there's plenty of Jamaican Americans that are famous, like. You know, Deezus. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you get Busta Rhymes and they, the list right. would go on. Right. But, I mean, I was like, come on, why would you hate on that? They're underground, but still everyone knows about them, but they're, they only got like 300,000 YouTube subscribers. Speaking of act, man, act getting, I only saw that first episode. Well, what do you mean? I, saw, I, I watched that first episode of Everyday Struggle after Joe left and they brought in Star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would they first? Why would you bring in Star? Ratings. Well, well, what happened was, you know, we, we needed the ratings, and, and you know, Joe Budden wasn't working out, and you know, I, I, I had nothing. I respect the guy. I love the guy. God <laughs> dog. Is that Star? That sounds like Star. Is that Ack? No, nah, that's Ack. That's Ack. That's that's I was Ack. See, Star does that stuttering thing uh-huh. too. Oh, he stuttered when the desk looked at him like, "Bro, I'm gonna fuck your shit up." <laughs> like, <laughs> stay in your lane. Like, never. Why does they bring Star? <laughs> the only thing, like, whereas Joe would it would mess with Act or whatever, and right. kind of back up to let him talk. Like Star just be, I haven't seen it with Star. So because when Joe Star, just like, his history, yeah, Star is mad trying. disrespectful. Yeah, like to a to a, a bad point. He's still you like, know entertaining. Uncle Murder level. He he disrespectful. 
Like Mano? He's disrespectful. Who was that? Was it Aaliyah? After she yeah. died? Like That was oh. her. Oh. He's mad See, I don't know him. I don't know him like that. He's so. mad disrespectful. I just never paid attention to him. Yeah. Yeah, right. And, it's like, who is this? So he's one of those that's like, when he starts going in, it ain't no, it's not a good a banter. Mm-hmm. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a one-sided, yeah, it's, it's problematic, but it's a wild one-sided too. And so I was trying to do something. It was uh, in relation to, uh, so, um, Fredo passed, uh-huh. and that, and he was just trying to you know be like you know rest in peace Fredo, you know, and Star just watched it too for all the stuff that he did regarding Chicago. Uh-huh. And he was he was taking them picking them apart fact by fact would not let him just be like you know just rest in peace like uh, he he picked them apart. I'm like yo, how is this even gonna work? Like everyday struggle is over with. It's all. It was only there because Joe Budden, even though most young people, I would say young people like 25 and under would say he's washed. And yeah, Joe has repeatedly made great tracks. Yeah. That like, you go to Dumbout, you go to like Phil Collins and the Air Night remix that he did. Yeah. He always had great shit, especially with Slaughterhouse. Like, say that, Mm -hmm. man. Probably the best beat that's ever been with a group. Yeah. But. He gets into a beef and, you know, he gets folded and he gets washed. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. But well, that's young people are like, oh, the who beef is that this he... old guy that looks like Joey Reddick? Right. Like, because the beef that he gets in is with rappers that are really hot. Yeah. And Joe was hot at one point and I got what he was trying to say in every song. He was like, I'm hungry for it too. And it's like, you might be, but the audience wasn't there. Cool. Yeah. Right. But with Joe, at least he had enough common sense to be like, I can throw this in, I can pull this back, and I can give you facts, facts, facts. Mm-hmm. Even though it was very biased towards older hip hop. Right. Yeah. Which Ack was would have been great mm-hmm. if he knew what the fuck he was talking about. Just like that, uh, what was that? Old versus new when Raekwon and Vince Staples were going at it? Yeah. Which yeah. I like Vince Staples. Yeah. Vince is dope. Especially yeah, I mean, that. Not against Raekwon. Not against yeah. Raekwon, yeah. though, but I'm saying I like Vince Staples, yeah. as, you know, for the younger. Of course, Raekwon, come on. Yeah. I'm not going to mess with Raekwon. His hands is bigger than my whole body. That's the shit. The last time I saw Raekwon <laughs> recently, I don't watch it at all, but it was Wild and Out. They mm-hmm. did a Wu-Tang Man, what, that was scary, wasn't it? Like Raekwon looked like he was about to just beat the shit out of some niggas and take their chains. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but you gotta watch it, bro. Who's, it's scary. <laughs> Who's like, he going? Nah, they, they, were doing, they were doing the wild style. They were uh, doing the wild uh, style. So you saw the same face? Look yeah, like Raekwon, like he had the glasses on, didn't it? Oh, oh, was it a towel? No, it was it? Straight no, towel. No, straight. On he head, had a straight like, towel on his head, just like. Yo, these niggas is dog food, and Rizzo's like, "Yo, chill. We got to check." Yeah, <laughs> Rizzo, like Rizzo, like like looked at him because Ray, like I think what who said something was it uh conceited. I can't remember the name. I know but somebody did say something yeah. about Wu and a little bit towards Raekwon. And uh-huh. Raekwon was like, yo, I'm about to okay. make your shoulders touch, nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh, but right. peeping back to what we was talking about earlier about uh, rappers and, you know, being in the modern times being weird. Uh, what's that rapper? Uh, XXX. Um, oh, Tentacion. Gosh, like, this dude's got mad charges against him, but he still is... He didn't call Mad L's too. He's called Mad L's, but well, dude, cold cock him on the face. Yeah, and like, this, is beautiful. this dude performs with shorts, the same pair of shorts or whatever. Yeah. Each thing, he, he probably stank. I don't know. He look like he don't shout. I mean, Post Malone stinks too. We can be honest. And then, <laughs> man, we ain't, we ain't, Post Malone ain't going to be talked about on this podcast. Hey, uh, shout out to Rockstar, but that's it. That's the only positive. And that's because the only reason I, I, I like that. Shout out to Rockstar is when someone told me, no, uh, someone, Played the uh, original T Pain and um, can't remember if it was YG or what. Oh, word! So he wasn't even. It wasn't even That's, supposed to be his. No, but that wasn't um, Post Malone's fault. It wasn't T Pain's fault or the other guy's fault. Oh. The label wanted it, and T Pain agreed with it, saying mm-hmm. the one that they went with would have been a better radio singer. Oh, because wow. I mean, come on, man! T Pain wow. winning at these radio singles. T Pain doesn't even have to do another album. He doesn't, but I like T Pain's version better. Oh, so I am oh, out. Oh, it's been out. Oh, oh we're gonna listen. Uh, it's been out for like three weeks now, and T Pain was like, "I don't want no one throwing shade on Post Malone, his label, or the other guy mm-hmm. that was the label's idea." Mm-hmm. And I do think that song works better as a radio single than our song because mm-hmm. it's not the T Pain radio single. 
that you're used to. But right? you, but you, but you feel it. You like mm-hmm. it personally. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna have to check this. Anything out. with Tyler has to pain. I am like yeah. down. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, man. shout out T Pain. He gonna be the next Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I think so. Cause he he can cross over too. He can go anywhere. Like he did on yeah. a boat with Lonely Island, and the shit yeah. was rocking. He did Aquatine Hunger Force and yes. Freaknet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't, oh, you can't knock with with uh, oh, yeah. T-Pain he also did was on Squid Billies as himself. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot he was on Squid Billies. I like riding in my truck. He likes to ride in his truck. Yeah, <laughs> man, I forgot all about that, man. Man, shout out to T Pain, man. Don't let don't let any of the Quincy Jones, uh, Chatty hey, Pettiness, like, touch you. 85 year old with hell, bro. Shout out to Quincy, though. <laughs> Quincy, yo, on the, on the. Quincy don't give a damn no more. <laughs> Quincy, like. 85 on the way out. He's smoking and it's just like, man, fuck. Only reason niggas is not really talking <laughs> shit is because, like, Quincy has probably taken a lot of their bitches. And, like, that's facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you see him getting filmed with, like, 23-year-olds and 30-year-olds, and you're like, yo, for real, Quincy's like, I got money. What can I say? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, man. He's still making money. So many hits. I don't think anyone can just sit there and count how many hits you personally touch, not indirectly touch with your label. Yeah. So, I mean, cool. If you want to say the Beatles are trash, that's you. You I didn't agree with that, but... Uh, I, I, okay. All right. I Before you put your two cents in, I'll put, I'll put mine in. Okay. I, I like Beatles. I like certain songs yeah. from the Beatles because the way I was introduced to the Beatles was, uh, as I was going through my acceptance phase of being a nerd. So I was, my first Beatles song that I like was Being for the Benefit of Mr. Kite. It was weird. It was wonky. It didn't make any sense. It was like, did I just pop some Quaaludes or some shit? Was that on Shrimp Life 1 or 2? Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> give me all track. But that's that's the reason why I got into to Beatles. Now, I don't like every Beatles track. Some of them are trash, but I like a good handful of Beatles. I'm not going to call them yeah, the and Beatles I, track. And honestly, he didn't call them trash. What he did say, though, was... They weren't great musicians in his in his eye, right? And that's tough. It's it's tough to penetrate. Like you're talking about Quincy Jones, probably one of the greatest composers, arrangers, right, in Elf. American history, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- and this is somebody who's played and arranged for the greats. So that's a tough, you know. Like a lot of stuff is probably trash. Now, matter of fact, he talked about like the music that excites him. The interview was trying to be like, you know. What about how do you feel about the pop music of the day? It's like it's all re- repetitive. It's you yeah. know, it's nothing really like people are throwing out mu- musical bases. They're not really learning their craft, right? And so that's sort of what he meant. He didn't mean that they were trash. He did say that you know dudes like bass playing skills and dude on the drums they weren't great drummers, right? But that's really what he was saying. He wasn't saying that they were trash. I, think it's I guess modern times we we view that as trash. Yeah, I think it's because Quincy never heard of my morning jacket. <clears throat> Probably, ain't no telling. But again, you're talking about Quincy Jones, who's straight up a jazz guy. Like he yeah. and he does other stuff, but jazz and and anything that comes from that type of music, jazz musicians are nuts. When it comes to how they understand music and how they can play stuff, Drake's like, dad was better. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Dante, shout out to. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Drake's dad did it better. Like I'm gonna be old and curvy <laughs> and making a shit ton of music, but I'm Canadian. That's the case. All right, Levar Ball never lost. Never lost. <laughs> I could beat him with one hand top behind my back. Man, shout out to But Levar we saw too, your man. pickup game from ten years ago. No, you man. got your shit packed by. An old man. Don't matter. Don't ain't matter. Don't he ain't matter. lose. Never lost. He's a genius, man. He <laughs> never genius. lost. He know he trash. I man. let him pack. <laughs> I let him pack that so he can feel good about himself. <laughs> I was undefeated then. Never lost. Because I get what he's saying is subliminal, but if you really think about it, he can't ever lose in his mind because it was never a loss. Yeah. It was right. never a win. It was never a game. Mm-hmm. He was like, this is the effort I'm going to put forth. And I'm like, you're insane. Yep, but I mean, I, I love you. Like, you, he's, he's, yeah, you do you. I he's mean, working yeah. this plan. He knows he's never gonna until he gets like picked up for like uh, the All Star game as a celebrity. Like, 
like he don't have to panic about any of it. Mm-hmm. He just need you know continue encouraging his boys. Bro, Levar Ball will go out there and TJ Miller will send that shit. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Or Jonah Hill. <laughs> Like Jonah just hits him with the one-two crossover. Hey, hey, Kevin Hart, oh, go man. between his legs. Oh, like literally, man. go under his yeah. legs because he's so short. Oh man! Yeah, but Kevin will be dodging his uh, Bowfax live shoes. Oh, bro! Problematic, nigga. Problematic, nigga. <laughs> bro, so no, I'm making light of that. I do want to sit yeah. there and say we should not make fun of anyone's marital affairs because I don't think it's right for any of us to really. We can joke about it, cool, but at the end of the day, that is two people that are actual people with feelings, and I, you know, I never really joke about stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't need it because it can happen to me. Yeah. I, don't, I never. Probably it could. won't happen to me. I don't like being single. That's just awesome. Right. Okay. You can suck I, on any titty that you uh, that's available to you. Any titty that's available, yeah. Any titty available, yeah. But if you're married, you can't just be like, "Oh, I had a titty." Never you know? cheated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you did you cheat. call? Did you talk to her? Never cheated. Yeah. Never had a girl. That would be never dope. had another no, girl. <laughs> I saw you with her. Never cheated. Never cheated. <laughs> but you and then the, the girl the the girl comes up. Oh, <laughs> he can be on an episode of Cheaters, <laughs> and the girl comes up. What you said that you stay in your lane? Yeah. <laughs> like, big ball brand, baby. Never cheated. Never like, cheated. Shaggy comes on like, <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Open up the door, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, y'all, man. This has been a good. This has been a good episode, Dante. Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate hey, you, hey, man. It's, it's been it's been dope, man. Dante is uh going to New Orleans and he's gonna uh light it up. And when you uh hanging out with Big Free, don't forget about your boys, man. Well, I do want some of the podcast community to come down. I want some of the all big community to come down. Oh yeah, the ones uh, like. Philip Rollins, uh, Ken Patterson, even though Ken's uh, got a family, he'll never leave the house. Family mine. Um, who else? Of course, Robert, Don Shea, Leo, mm. Melvin Robinson. The other Melvin is kind of, I don't know. Other Melvin, you can come if you want. You can't be a councilman, man. Not down there. <laughs> um, so does Shelly? Oh, uh, yeah. Shelly, uh, I can't think of his last name. Shelly's last name. <laughs> Robert's coming again. Just so you know, Robert can come. What is Shelly's last name? Skinny Shelly draws. You know, you know who he is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, Shelly can come. Um. Yes, yeah, secure the bag and come. Like Philbert, if you're out there, come down. Yeah, Philbert. Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. This made my day. Kahari can come. <laughs> Crystal Gem. Well, Crystal versus the Gems. No, Crystal Gem versus Jackson. That's yeah. her name now. There's a lot of people that can come. I don't want to throw shade because this is not my podcast, but there's. Thomas can come. Yeah. Public Cat can come too. If I can never think of who, I know there's three of them. I just know Thomas, which y'all call the weekday, who was, oh, I love, dude's cool as shit. Dude's cool as shit. The partner can come and there's somebody else, but, uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Oh, man. Oh, bro. Are you finished or are you done? I mean, I'm, I'm talking all true, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and of course, Small Bradford. I know he's uh, busy. Him and his wife are just opening up a shop. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah we'll talk, about, we'll talk about that off, yeah. off mic. Mm-hmm. You got to go support that. Shout, well, out, shout out to Small Bradford. Yeah, 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 oh, and uh, Eddie. That's it. Because Eddie uh, runs sound for, um, well, Becker procrastinates uh, all the stuff Melvin Robinson's out there doing uh, live at Offbeat on Monday. I don't know what the name of that show even is. Broken Shit Livecast. Yeah, that's from Shit Livecast. I keep forgetting he put a name on that one. I just call it Rogue Shit Podcast. I, I, that's actually the name of it. Though. Oh, it I is? I keep forgetting because, okay. you know, I just know he does it on Monday. <laughs> or if that could procrastinate. Yeah. Melvin's out here just trying to do it. And shout out to Justin Ransberg. Yeah, man. He is not here. He's on an all-night project. Art project. Tasteful. 
And with that, uh, we want to say thank you for the hen dog being supplied by Dunshay. We don't deserve them. Dunshay, where can we follow you, bro? Man, follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Dunshay Did It. You can hit my SoundCloud, which is also that. And um, I have a Tumblr, but you will never find it. Because wow. I don't want y'all checking that out. It's too wild. So, yeah. <laughs> Dante, where can we follow you, man? If we're allowed to. South Marat Street in New Orleans. It's a mid city. It's right down from uh, City Park. Hey. hey. Uh, my Facebook, you can just go on Robert's Facebook or Dante's Facebook or anyone's Facebook and just type in Dante and be like, there he is. And Instagram yep. will let you know that. If you followed me on Facebook three weeks from then, they'll find me on Instagram. <laughs> hey, and if, that actually that, that's actually true. Yeah, and if it's uh, <laughs> my rant was not cut, you can pull up. <laughs> <laughs> but don't pull up. Let them know because you might <laughs> you might pull out something on your ass. Yeah, especially down here. It's easy yeah, to get. Easy to get. Y'all, y'all forget this, this. This dude is from New York, and he is not a small person. Oh yeah, this dude looks like really he fought for fifty cent. <laughs> That's wild because I actually had to one time. Stop! No, because all right, nah, just, this story is staying on right two here. Two minutes worth of story here. Okay, when you're going to school in New York public school, mm-hmm. if your ass is black, if your ass is white, if your ass is anything, you're going to fight because our public schools, it's like reverse segregation. Get the most amount of ethnicities you can and just. Bunch them all in the school from very formative ages. Uh-huh. First grade through fifth grade was the school that's literally right by my house. I can pull up on Google Street Maps. Where I live was literally a one minute walk to the school. So you're getting Puerto Rican, Dominican, Haitian, Montserrat, South African, East African, West African, Indian, Pakistani, Japanese. We're also getting like Native Americans. We got uh-huh. Inuit. Uh, a lot of Algonquins since we were in New York. Uh, we were getting people from all over. Like, one of my good friends was from uh, Greece. Technically Malta, but, you know, Malta, y'all wild, and y'all are Greece. <laughs> like, so we, there was fights, like, every day. But you're really getting into black because, you know, you're a native race or something like that. You get um, Dutch, English, Italian, Irish and black because you know then other races started coming after Ellis Idol and all that so yeah I, I don't have to fight for 50 cents someone took 50 cents for uh, a drink and I had to I had to fight it was two Puerto Rican guys right. that was actually the first fight I won because I took a couple of L's because this was like first and second grade mm-hmm. a couple of fights was like I don't know what I'm doing especially Dean I can't remember his last name but he was pure Irish yeah, that's in his me. blood, bro. Yeah, like Irish do not like black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them are like, all right, whatever, I don't care. But Irish don't like black people. He rocked me. Mm. I was like, first half, of first grade. Did you ever get him back? Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I didn't even have to sneak him. Like I just had the fight with like um, Matthew Gladden from the Montserrat Cat, uh-huh. and um, I won that one. There was an Indian guy, Boney. I cannot pronounce his last name, but his first name really was Boney. It was B O N Y. Wow. Yeah, he got shit for that. Um. We had Eric from um, <laughs> Turks and Caicos. Like wow, the West man. Indian people, they hardly ever fight, but when they fight, it's it's rough. Dang. It's rough because most of the time, you know, they get to fight now when they're done. And they get like twelve, and it's like their dad wants them to be an accountant, so they're all straight laced and shit. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I've had to fight over shit before. Hey, well, shout out to Dante fighting and getting his revenge back. And there is one last problematic thing I will say: if any of you motherfuckers fuck with Dante, I will drive those three hours and beat your ass. <laughs> y'all don't deserve Dante, and y'all should protect Dante. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You heard it here. You mess with the men we don't deserve, mm-hmm. Dante. That's your ass, and, and that's not for a joke. That's not for a laugh. I don't mind. I will come up here and beat your ass. Don't say got hit as I hit. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to all of y'all, man. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. I don't know what, what else is. Don't say sound like, like a very real, real, you, real, real humble uh, crown lord. <laughs> okay, you know. 
He knew he can have any of y'all, any of you bums taken care of. It's like Denzel and American Gangster mixed with Tony Baker. Mm. Yeah, like, sure. You back? It's, it's a silver Impala. Like you know, if you run up, that you get done up. Right, you run up. Don't don't mess with that Impala. He don't need them stickers and stuff to identify that as oh, shape, bro. No tent, no nothing. Like no I nothing. dare a nigga. You see I him riding through. Downtown Jackson on Sundays, you know what's up. Hey, hey but um, I'm Robert Morris with Reality Breach. Uh, you can follow me at uh, whatever. <laughs> Come on, whatever. Just follow him. At you whatever. can follow me at whatever. Um, I'm playing. You can follow me at on Facebook, Robert Morris. You can follow me on Instagram, House of Morris. The zero, the of of the of, the zero of of is the zero the of the hen dog, bro. House zero F Morris. Thank you. All one word, Negroes. Um, same thing at Twitter. Uh, shout out to Dante for uh, helping me because hen dogs getting to me. Um, a little bit of a ludication. <laughs> for <laughs> Dante, for Justin Ransberg, for uh, Dante, I'm Robert Morris, and we just told you what time it was.